Hey, welcome to my instant reaction show. I'm Grant Cohn. I'm in the 49ers coaches booth for a change as opposed to outside because I like switching it up. And the important news today is the Niners are 4-0. They have been the most impressive team in the NFL through the first almost quarter of the season. There are two undefeated teams, the 49ers and the Eagles, and the Eagles had to work and, and desperately claw to win by three in overtime against Washington today, while the 49ers kind of sort of broke a sweat, but not really, and haven't really been tested yet at all this season, which is, I mean, every other team in the NFL, every other team in the NFL has had a moment of perspiration that the Niners haven't had. The Niners are playing the NFL uh, schedule right now like, it, like they're in the Big Ten and they're rolling through their non-conference schedule to start the season, like they're playing Middle Tennessee State and Northwest Southeast Michigan and Bowling Green. They made Arizona look like Bowling Green. And we talked about this team like, can they take care of business? Are they going to take it seriously this year? And they were so bad at their joint practice, and we really overanalyzed a bunch of backups playing preseason. When I say we, I mean me. I overanalyzed a lot of preseason and training camp to my chagrin. Been doing this for like 12 years. Anyway, it's nice to remember how dominant this team is and how really, since Christian McCaffrey got here, no one has really figured out how to stop this offense. It's hard to say what's better about this 4-0 team, the offense or the defense. Today it was the offense. The defense has certain vulnerabilities against mobile quarterbacks, which we'll talk about even though they only give up 16 points, which is great. But the offense doesn't seem to have any vulnerabilities at all. They scored 30 points rolling out of bed. 35 was their season high today. Special teams looks good too. They got the Cowboys next week. Maybe that'll be a test, maybe not. But I expect the Niners are going to win that game. 4-0, 49ers. What a team. Bill Kennedy says, what makes CMC so good? Quickness, uh, speed, agility, explosion, vision, decisiveness, everything. Route running, hand-eye coordination, toughness, uh, endurance. All the traits a running back could have, he's off the charts. He's just not 240 pounds, which is fine. That's what makes Christian McCaffrey good. Thomas Scholl says, longtime listener, love your show. Thank God the Niners never listened to your advice on Purdy and McCaffrey, though. Yeah, but they did listen to my advice on other things, which has given them fruitful results. So they picked their spots. They know when to listen to me, which I think is more important. Stephen Pryor, $10, thank you. Super chatting from 19,000 feet, 417 miles per hour. Wow, literally the fastest take on record. Had to bring up the A-plus quality control grade. Come on, brother. Juice couldn't even pound the goal line TD in C+. Hey, that's on Kyle. Quality control just says give the ball to use check. Then Kyle has the ideas, and he figures out the best ways to do it. He's, he's still working on that because he's not used to it. But I think today was a step in the right direction. Jason says, who's got it better than us? All pro Ayuk CMC. Who's got it better than us? Can't wait for Jim Harbaugh to come back in the NFL. I feel like we're close to that. It's going to be fun to see the Niners play Jim Harbaugh one day. 
Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says, sometimes I miss the days of never hearing about preseason. I don't think Indianapolis won a preseason game the whole Peyton Manning era. I hear you. Nathan Flores says, can we trade for another corner? Ambry Thomas is burnt toast. CMC and Ayuk are dogs. They might need to trade for another corner. We're going to talk about the depth there. Aisha Malik, thanks for the $2. Keith Murphy, Purdy hit those deep balls today. Ayuk's a gamer. Correct. We agree. Before we get into the individual players, though, Niners are 4-0. They keep putting up 30 points a game. Their offense is elite. Their defense is elite. Aren't you starting to compare this team to the one that went to the Super Bowl in 2019? Isn't it better than that team? I mean, that team was great. But this team, that team had Jimmy Garoppolo. This team has Brock Purdy. He is clearly better than Jimmy Garoppolo ever was for the 49ers. So that's one thing that this team has over that team. This team also has Christian McCaffrey, who is, I, I think he has a bigger impact on this offense than any non-quarterback the Niners have had since Jerry Rice. More than Frank Gore, Terrell Owens, anyone. Raheem Mostert in his prime. That's another edge this team has over that team. That team had older Richard Sherman. This team has Traverius Ward, edge this team. That team had D Ford. This team has Drake Jackson. I'll take Drake Jackson. That team had DeForest Buckner. This team has Javon Hargrave. That's a bit of a push. So the defense is about as good as it was that year, and the offense is way, 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 way better. Quarterback's better. The running back's better. Ayuk wasn't on that team. Emmanuel Sanders was on that team, and he was good. Ayuk is excellent, outstanding, better than Emmanuel Sanders was. Debo's still here. Kittle isn't quite what he was four years ago, but this is a team that looks like it's going to be the number one seed in the NFC. Unless the Eagles take it, they're both undefeated, but this team looks better than Philly right now. And if they make it to the Super Bowl, who knows who they'll face. If it's Miami, they can win that. Miami didn't look so good today. We'll see. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But this team, if you just... Line it up, position by position, the team that went to the Super Bowl. I think this one looks better. Brock Purdy, is he improving? We got to acknowledge that he and Jalen Hurts essentially have the easiest jobs of any quarterbacks in the league. They're on great teams. Still, Brock Purdy has his own job to do, and today he was practically perfect, almost perfect. He was 20-21, and the one incomplete pass was a throwaway, which probably was a good decision in a game that was never in doubt. And I ask if he's improving because it wasn't that he just dinked and dunked the whole game. He did have some short throws. He's very good at those. But he had some opportunities to go down the field three times to Brandon Ayuk. Remember, week two, he had three deep opportunities and missed all of them. Today, he had three deep opportunities and hit all of them. It's been two weeks. And we talked two weeks ago. Can he improve? Is this something that is a, a limitation in his game? I thought maybe it might be a limitation. Maybe this is just an arm strength thing. But then we watched, hey, how you doing? Watched JTO Sullivan's breakdown. And JTO Sullivan did a great job of pointing out that on Brock's deep misses against the Rams, he was really a, a footwork issue. He kept clicking his heels together and so, uh, giving up his base. I'm not really describing it well, but he, his footwork was off on those deep throws. Today, his footwork wasn't off, and he hit him. Now, the one down the middle, the Ayuk looked a little low, and it looked like maybe one of the defenders could have intercepted it if he was looking for the ball, but he wasn't, and then Ayuk snatched it because Ayuk's so good. So I'm not saying that Brock Purdy is now like the number one deep thrower in the league, but he hit all three today. 
He was 20. And if he, this is what I'm saying. If he starts hitting the deep throws and you can't sit on anything, you can't take certain things away or expect him to go certain places, he's going to have days where he goes 20 for 21 with a throwaway because he's so dialed in. He's so much fun to watch. I don't know who he thinks he is, but he's got to be the most confident quarterback. He has the confidence of Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have the physical ability of Patrick Mahomes, but he has the confidence of Patrick Mahomes. He struts to the line of scrimmage. He calls the play, and he, like, saunters to the line of scrimmage. Like, yeah, taking my time. Like he just got out the shower. You know what I'm saying? Like he's putting a towel around his waist. Yo, what's up? I'm trying to play football, man. Give me a second. Put this towel on. All right, man, blue 42. What's up? That's Brock Purdy. It's very cool to watch considering the guy behind him, Sam Darnold, is like, exudes nothing but anxiety on the field. Jimmy Garoppolo, his predecessor, exuded nothing but anxiety on the field. I mean, it's pretty cool to see a quarterback who thinks he's the greatest quarterback of all time on the field. I think he is improving. I think his job is really not easy, but it's easier than all the other quarterbacks' jobs in the league. His his, uh, scheme is great. His weapons are great. His offensive line is not great. That's one thing, one difference between him and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has more ability than Brock Purdy, but Jalen Hurts also has a way better offensive line. He can just drop back and stand there forever. Purdy can't. He has to actually move. And I think Purdy's ability to improvise and his confidence as the play progresses is so rare. Like his confidence right now is he's a more confident quarterback than Joe Burrow. He's a more confident quarterback than Dak Prescott. How many quarterbacks in the NFL are as confident as Brock Purdy? And it's not irrational confidence. I mean, he always wins. Stafford isn't as confident as Brock Purdy. Kind of fun to watch. He may be improving. Nathan Flores says, Fernando. 20 bucks. Thank you very much. I just have to sing that for money now. Now, why? I don't know why I've been sentenced to that, but I guess that's my punishment for living. Now, why is Purdy so good? I think I just explained it. J.R. Beckles says, Grant, do you still think Purdy is a dink and dunk passer? Not today. That's what Kyle asked of him a lot, but not today. Pop another Brock 30. It says Brooks. Aisha Malik says, thrilled with the offense performance, but hoping our D figures out how to handle mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, you've been hoping for that forever. I mean, so have I. Kyle likes to play with his toys like they don't break. Holding my breath every time CMC touches the ball. Burn dog 709. 79. It's true. Steven Pryor says, just messing with you. Good call. <laughs> Go to dinner. Uh, good to a Niner fan. We need Sertan. Sertan, Sertan Lee. <laughs> Joshua Wyatt says, Brock Purdy has no comps. What the hell is this? 110 passer rating for the first 12 starts of his career. How, bro? Just how? Yeah, man, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know who he thinks he is, but he thinks he's someone really good at football. Hargrave needs to list Bosa as dependent on taxes. <laughs> I like that, Ivan. Neil says, refreshing, finally see a quarterback not turn the ball over. It's crazy. He really does use practice to see what he can get away with. Jimmy wasn't like that. Jimmy just threw picks all the time. What are your top three taco meats? Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, I like carne asada because, you know, I'm white. Uh, I also like al pastor because it's the bomb. And I love uh, carnitas. Like, those are the, that's the holy trinity. It's all you need. But... You know, I'm not a big lingua guy. It's a little dry. I like tripas a little bit more to me because it's a little fattier. Tripas. Good question. I like tacos. 
it's okay to admit you were wrong about Purdy. Nah, man. I'm <laughs> admit I was wrong about something? No, I can't do that. Stephen Pryor says this win deserves a pee-wee laugh. <laughs> Not yet. Later. I have a question. I was earlier this week, I was hanging out with my old, old, old friend, Mr. Harp. I call him Mr. Harp, even though he's my friend. He was my French teacher in seventh and eighth grade. And he asked me a question. He said, Grant, if you took one player off this Niners offense for a week, who would whose absence would hurt the Niners the most? Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, or Kyle Shanahan. So that means if Kyle's out, no Kyle game plan, none of his expertise, none of his play calling, none of his game planning, they have to do it all without him. Could they win a week without their head coach and play caller and play and play designer, game planner? Or their quarterback, Brock Purdy. You take Brock Purdy out and put in Sam Darnold. Like, look at it this way. Let's say the Niners are... 10-point favorites over a given opponent. If you take Kyle Shanahan away, how much does that move the line? How many points? If you take Purdy away, how many points does that move the line? And if you take McCaffrey, how many points does that move the line? And which person's ab absence moves the line the most? I don't know the answer. Maybe we'll find out one day if Kyle Shanahan gets a recruiting violation or something like that. But my guess is the person whose absence would move the line the most on the 49ers is not Kyle Shanahan, even though he's excellent at what he does. And it's not Brock Purdy, even though he's excellent at what he does and he plays the most important position in sports. I think it's Christian McCaffrey. Ever since he came to this team, they score 30 points without trying. Pretty much without trying. He, You can give him all the touches. You can give him 20 carries if you want. You can also give him another eight targets. Now, eventually he may get worn out, but that hasn't happened yet. I can't think of a non-quarterback who's had this type of an impact off an, uh, on an offense since, what, Adrian Peterson? This guy legitimately could win Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL and be the first non-quarterback to do so since Adrian Peterson. And he might even be better than that Adrian Peterson because of all the things he can do in the passing game. I think we have a very rare situation that on a team that is full of playmakers, a team whose quarterback is really, really efficient and whose coach is the among the most respected coaches in the league, the running back is the most valuable player. So if that's the truth, then they got to keep his freshness and health in mind, and it's great to give him 28 touches because it feels like I'm sure he wants them, and the Niners would love him to get accolades and to be the player of the year and to be a Hall of Famer and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this is what... Mike Shanahan did with Terrell Davis 25 years ago. Gave him the ball a lot. But if he's this important to the offense, we've never seen Brock Purdy play a game without Christian McCaffrey. They got to be careful with him. 28 touches, probably unnecessary to beat. They won by 19. 19? 19. I don't think they had to give Christian McCaffrey 28 touches to win by 19. But I don't, I don't mean to be a kvetch. I don't mean to be a kvetch. I'm just saying. If something happens to McCaffrey, we're going to come back to these days and be like, maybe we should have said something earlier. Nathan Flores says, uh, Connor, cheap shot, Hafunga after the game, cheat. Okay. They'll, they'll, they'll work it out. Showtime, here's a dollar. Thank you. Brooks says, got to try the Kulo Asado tacos. Kulo Asado. That sounds great. <laughs> Showtime, here's a dollar. Keneal Mason, CMC for MVP, 13 straight Ws with him as our best guy. 
think it's him. If you win the Super Bowl, you do a live rendition of Fernando. Oh, wow. You're probably right. I'll have to do the whole thing. Good, good point. I, I will. That's a deal. Edgardo, Ed Edgar Gutierrez says, how absurd of a combo would the team put on one offensive snap that the D would have to take serious? Example, CMC at quarterback, Juice at wide receiver, Kittle at fullback, Debo at running back. Pretty clever. They did some stuff like that. You don't like birria for tacos? I love birria for tacos. That's another one. Sorry. I take it back. That's a great one. Trey Niners, CB Thomas was trash again and might get us in trouble against Dallas next week. We haven't been getting sacks. What's going on with that? Um, Bosa. Another game without a sack. He's still really good, though. Ariel Alberto says, Brock Purdy, we lost the NFC Championship because we didn't have him. Yeah, but they also didn't have the next Steve Young on that team. Now the Niners have the next Steve Young as the backup quarterback, not to be snarky. I'm saying he's better than Josh Johnson. So maybe they could have won that game with Sam Darnold. Just because I appreciate your content, here's $2, says David Baker. Thank you. Moving along. Moving along. So this Niners defense was cruising, and then for whatever reason, Isaiah Oliver came out of the game, Embry Thomas came in, and he got targeted like three times in a row, gave up a deep pass, gave up a touchdown. So this defense is great. They don't have any weaknesses on it, but if any of these cornerbacks misses a drive, all of a sudden you got someone that shouldn't be on the field, Ambry Thomas. And if he's the best guy off the bench, then the Niners need to trade or get another cornerback because odds are one of the three guys is going to miss time at some point during the season. And whoever's on the bench isn't good enough. Samuel Womack is on IR and he'll come back eventually. I'm not sure he's much better than Ambry Thomas anyway. And I know most teams have weaknesses and don't have great backups across the board, but this is a problem. Potential problem down the line. They know it. They saw it. They got to look at something. That the They got a month to look at the trade market and find something. It shouldn't cost them a lot. It shouldn't cost them a lot. Isaiah Oliver's been good. Diamondor Lenore's been excellent. Traverius Ward's been excellent. Just get another backup. Shouldn't be too hard. Because if they do, they'll be taken care of. Now they're just sort of like insulating themselves from potential, potential problems down the line. This team is so good. They don't actually have problems. They just have potential problems, maybe. That's what I would call them. Potential problems, maybe. Cornerback spot. Right now, it's not a problem at all. It was a problem for like four plays. But they got to plan ahead because that's what adults do. It's the prudent thing to do. Plan ahead. Let's talk about another position that, that has depth issues. Running back. Christian McCaffrey's great. 28 touches. That's because Elijah Mitchell got hurt again in practice on a Thursday. Don't know how. Don't know why. But... This has been a pattern with Elijah Mitchell. He's a hell of a player. He gets hurt frequently, repeatedly. It's a pattern. And if you can't depend on him, the next guy up was Jordan Mason, who averaged like three yards of carry today. Runs hard, but not anything close to Christian McCaffrey. And then you got Ty Davis Price, who's on the team for some reason, not sure why. They can make him inactive all the time. So they got to figure out, maybe they got to add another running back. Call up Carlos Hyde, Frank Gore. Frank Gore is in the front office. He can still play. They need someone else because if they have to give Christian McCaffrey 25 touches a game, he's too important. He's too small. They got to get through the regular season at running back. It's the most important position on their offense other than quarterback. Something to keep in mind. It shouldn't be too hard to find a running back. But those are two positions the Niners need to eat backups at, corner and running back. Noah Woods says, can you impersonate the Jimmy G putter-putter when the pocket breaks down and gets sacked? P.S. How is Kevin Durant... Uh, a hair not top three taco meats. <laughs> this is Jimmy. 
when uh, the first read isn't there. Whereas Brock Purdy, like he's like rolling his shoulders in the pocket. He's so he's so relaxed. Thank you, Noah. Nathan Flores, crazy CMC, broke Jerry's record with the most consecutive games with a touchdown, and he was only here since midseason last year. Yeah, Jerry who? Bill Kennedy says, how did Mitchell get hurt? Did he TP over a blade of grass? I, I don't know. Tyler Trollson says, what was your favorite off-defensive play tonight, Grant? Favorite offensive play? Well, probably the deep throw to Brandon. Ayuk was my favorite offensive play. Hmm. Or the fake handoff to Christian McCaffrey with... Debo Samuel coming around. That was nice. They stole that from the Dolphins. I don't know. Showtime says, Grant, I appreciate your channel and your entertaining perspective. The Trey Lance narrative all summer was for the birds, though. What's wrong with birds? Brock was and is clearly better. True. You'll still get likes and clicks without pushing a narrative. Thanks. I'll keep that in mind. Showtime. Appreciate it. Robert, Brock is a top 10 quarterback. Also, Eagles don't look good. I hear you. Dave Barkley says, we let the cards with backup quarterback March 99 in our house. Yeah, they didn't really defend Josh Dobbs well at all. David Baker says, I now believe that we need a quality corner instead of a right tackle because Brock is mobile enough. I can see, I can see why you'd say that. Ryan Kessler, I also love your content. Thank you, Ryan. Brandon, is Brock Purdy a top five quarterback in the NFL? Top five? Not yet, but he's very good. Steven Pryor, you skipped the Pee Wee Laugh Super. I'm sorry, I just, I'm not in the mood to do a Pee Wee Laugh. I don't even remember, another time. Anyway. What's up with not having 11 players on the field for the two-point conversion? Entire drive was a hiccup. I didn't even notice that. Is, that. is that true? And they still stopped him. Let's go, Brandon. Love your channel, Grant. Let's go, Brandon. Thank you. Okay. Last topic. No, two more topics. 35-16, big win. Not a lot to wring your hands about, but you did notice that the Niners sort of couldn't stop Josh Dobbs, who started like six games in his career. He seems pretty good. But, I mean, he completed like 70% of his throws, two touchdowns, no picks, ran for 50 yards. He was really efficient. He completed throws down the field. And it's like we've seen this again. It doesn't matter who the coordinator is, whether it's Sala or D'Amico or Wilkes. The Niners just have a tough time against mobile quarterbacks. It's been going on for more than 10 years. Russell Wilson was the original. If you can get outside the pocket against the Niners, if you could throw the ball down the field a little bit, you might make it a game. And Josh Dobbs was able to do that with James Conner and Marquise Brown, who probably aren't going to the Pro Bowl, maybe. So it wasn't a deal today because the Niners often scored so many points, but you think maybe against Philly or Baltimore, two teams on the Niners' schedule, like what Arizona did well, they could do even better against this defense. So I, I, I don't know what to make of the Niners only sacking him one time, but Every time there was a scramble lane, he took it. And that's the way you got to play against the Niners defense. I do notice that, once again, Nick Bosa, no sacks. That's two in his last nine games. Really strange. He's still a great player, but they're paying him $34 million a year to be not just a really great player, but the best non-quarterback in the league and a sack artist. And he's not that right now. So that's just one more thing to watch. That's the last bad thing you got to watch for the Niners. Grant has made more money off Fernando than ABBA, says Ivan Tina. <laughs> it is amazing how that is still a thing. Nason, Nelson Gonzalez says, best Kulo Asada tacos in Oakland. <laughs> Kulo Asada is funny. Ruben Soto says, we need a line if CMC goes down. Niners still have a chance to be competitive. If Purdy goes down, chances of winning is very low. I see what you mean. You don't believe in Sam Tarnold? 
Stephen Stephen Pryor says, yes, I think Oliver was on the sidelines, 40 yards up the field, not prepared for the two-point need. More corners. That's wild. I didn't know that at all. Hmm. Last thing. So last week I was really snarky about Kyle Juszczyk, and I made fun of the way the Niners use him. Not him. He's a good player. But I made fun of how the Niners give him all this money and then put him in motion and make, make you, they make you look at Juszczyk. Like, look at him, look at him, look, like three-card Monty. You ever see the guy in the park that does three-card Monty and they, like, pulls one of the cards up and shows it in your face because he's trying to distract you? Like, that's the Niners with Juszczyk. Oh, look, look, at, and then he doesn't get the ball. But today, he got the ball. First drive of the game. Down the field, the Juszczyk drew, drew a penalty. Then he got three touches later on. It's possible that Kyle Shanahan independently figured out that, yeah, you know, we got to get the ball to Kyle Juszczyk. It's been too long. Or it's possible that Kyle Juszczyk has such good taste that when he's done eating dinner with his family and he's got a little alone time after a game, he watches my post-game stream. And while he doesn't agree with everything, he watched the part with Juszczyk last week and said, you know what, Grant's got a point. I think there's at least a 47% chance that that's what happened. And he said, you know what? Grant's making fun of me for not using my fullback. I'll show Grant. I'm going to use him early and often in this game. And you know what? I liked it. Maybe it wasn't my influence, but I'm going to say it was because I like making myself the center of attention. I don't know. Whatever it was, good for Kyle. Good for both Kyles. Use check and Shanahan because the Niners are so much better when he touches the ball. He's a good player. The whole defense is focused on everyone else. And then he comes through. Now, he didn't score a touchdown. They gave him some opportunities. Kyle, you should, I can't run the ball for you, Kyle. I did get you the ball. You're welcome. Made you some money. Maybe got you a bonus. But you have to actually take the ball and run with it, break the tackle, score the touchdown. I can't do that for you. We can talk about it in the locker room. Technique. Mindset. I think it's a mindset. Remember you, Jimmy Garoppolo? Kyle, you love Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember Jimmy? That he had the draw and he would cut through the defense. You would say he would, he would cut through the defense. You can do that too. Draw first. Keep that in mind. Next time you get the opportunities, don't squander them. But really, this is more about Kyle Shanahan taking feedback and suggestions and growing. Good for Kyle. Good for both Kyles. Brian says, convince me the defense is top five. I don't see it. I mean, they gave up 16 points. In, what are they giving up? Like 15 points a game? It's pretty. It's, they gave up 17 points a game last year. Hargrave is so much better than whatever they had last year. Bosa needs to show up, but I don't know. They're pretty good. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can't convince you. If you want, if you say convince me, that means you're not going to get convinced. That's that's how it works right there. All right, that's the end of the show. Time for me to go get dinner. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow. Take care, everyone.